You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's pretty great that uh, we got press passes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so next week when we go to the Honolulu Comic Con, we will we'll officially be members of the press. Yeah. And, and, and be allowed to talk to people that uh, have some form of celebrity status. I, you know, part of me thinks that um, <laughs> if, if it is, it was that easy for us to get press passes, <laughs> like, like what are, what are their standards? Yeah. Yeah. You there's, know? there's two ways to look at it. Either. We we finally made a name for ourselves, or they just they'll let anyone have press pass. To this uh, what are what are your podcast numbers? Um, I don't know. It's just us two listening. You got it. <laughs> just 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 give us your email. We'll we'll send we'll send you the badge. Hey everybody, this is Brandon, and I am Travis, and welcome to Apathetic Enthusiasm here on your AM dial. Yes, uh, how you found us on AM radio is AM seventeen seventy five, the kicks the, the the public access for all your <laughs> pop and tech news. Stay stay tuned in about an hour. We've got Jimmy Watts and the Jimmy Watts trio <laughs> playing the the smoothest jazz from the sixties and seventies. Oh, can't wait for that. In the meantime, if you'd like to get a hold of the show, you can send us an email at apatheticenthusiasmshow at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's at apathusiast. Yeah. Our Facebook page, facebook.com slash apatheticenthusiasmshow. Finally hit 100 fans. That's, this that's week. right. Coming it's up a, in the world. No, no, no thanks to any amount of money that we put towards yes. that. Yes. Yes. They're you all, specifically. They're, they're all paid likes. All, every single one of them. Yeah. Um, but we thank we thank all of you new listeners for liking our page. Well, I I hope that uh, likes translate into, <laughs> translate to, to, to new listeners. Yeah. Uh, if if you're new to the show, welcome. Uh, also, we've been very active on our Instagram yeah, this yeah. week. Uh, apathetic underscore enthusiasm. I've I've pretty much taken it under my my wing as my like personal Instagram. Yeah. You, <laughs> I mean, you pretty much do. Yeah. Like, so, uh, you, uh, I see more of your food on our on our. You know. <laughs> well, um, you, you know who else am I going to show that 
on the plane, I spend nine bucks on <laughs> crackers and cheese and margarita. And a margarita, right? Exactly. My own mixed margarita. Uh, of course, you can find all of our content on geekade.com and uh, not at all on Beam, the the new the new social network. I mm. don't have a code yet. If you have a code, hit us up on any of those those outlets. I, I'm I'm desperate. Yeah. If you have a code, let me know. And then um, I will give it to Travis because I don't care. Yeah, you're not you're not going to use it at all. <laughs> um, all right, uh, this week we have a couple of topics that are pretty pretty TV movie centric. Yeah, uh, yeah. We well, I mean we've done a lot of like pop culture movie television in the last I'd say probably month or so. Yeah, you know the summer blockbusters. There's not there's not a lot of tech it. going on. Yeah, I mean, we, we had a couple of early conferences, and then it's all just a tech dry spell, <laughs> if you will. Uh, in 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 the se- in the season of comic cons and and, <laughs> and movie premieres and trailers, you know, you just you got to stick with this stuff. Um, That's right. Speaking of movies, guys, we Travis and when I say we, I mean me and Travis, Travis and I, uh, we saw Marvel's Ant Man last night. Yeah, we did. Fi- final final film of. Uh, stage two, yeah. Uh, phase phase, phase two. two for the cinematic universe. It's over, guys. It's gone. Phase it's... two is done. It is in the books. <laughs> um, I mean, this wasn't really a planned thing, but uh, what were your thoughts on Ant Man? Um, so we probably shouldn't have stopped at David and Buster's, and I probably shouldn't have had a, a, a heavy drink. <laughs> uh, so I started. I started getting sleepy towards the middle of the. The movie we did go to a rather late showing <laughs> yeah we went to the 1050 show uh it was it was good i liked it um i was interested in where joe cornish and edgar wright like where what their like how much of their contribution stayed in the film right yeah. um but i can i can almost tell with some of like the uh you know i was talking to you last night about it like the like the meta aspects of it the almost like commentary on like destruction and stuff like that yeah i right. i almost feel uh, based off of what I know of Edgar Wright, that like those are his flourishes. Yeah, that's his that's his fingerprint. Yeah, on the film. If you think of Shaun of the Dead and Hot Fuzz and uh, The World's End, even it shows space. I don't know if you've ever watched Space. It's it's awesome, it's hilarious, <laughs> uh, but super pop culture heavy in okay. in commentary. But. Yeah, I really I really like that. It was a it's a much looser feeling, uh, even for for a Marvel film that doesn't necessarily take itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, but there was a lot of, a lot of jokes, a lot more kind of funny run on gags that kind of went through the, uh, the, the sidekick guy that kind of was, was, <laughs> oh, yeah, but kind of dra- dragged out his stories yeah, and things played, like that. Played by Michael Pena. Right. Yeah. Um, that was great. There was actually a little bit more emphasis on sort of like side characters and things that, um, aren't necessarily like the main superheroes, but right. just kind of these, these outside characters. It was definitely a, uh, the most standalone movie, I think, um, since some of the early uh, Marvel films. I, I would I would say since you know Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, yeah. that was, that was almost a complete offshoot. So yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, it had some some heist aspects, which I'm a sucker for you're heist a, films. You're so. you're a Zuckerberg for heist. <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I, I like it. If if you're if you're keeping up with all the other Marvel movies, I definitely suggest checking it out. Yeah, I, I definitely and, would suggest uh, it. You know, don't let the title Ant Man, you know, turn you off. There are ants, man, uh, <laughs> and, and they're they're pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so something else that uh, the actual topics 
that we're, that we're going to cover <laughs> yeah. here. Uh, a little bit later, we are going to go over our Netflix rewatch for the month, the quarter. What I, yeah. We just kind of throw these in occasionally. Re- rewatch whenever we, we need a topic to talk <laughs> yeah, about. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we watched Wet Hot American Summer. Hopefully you did too. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But first. But first. The, the the topic that you've probably been asking for since we started coming up with topics for podcasts. Yeah, even before I I, I knew that we were going to start a podcast, I'm like, you know what? I want to I want to just tell the world about this show. Like the reason you asked me to do this show was just <laughs> so you could talk about Rick and Morty. Yeah, exactly. And and as, and as soon as we publish this episode, I I'm, I'm quitting. <laughs> this is it. You're I, done. I, yeah, I'm done. Next I'm, week the opening's going to be, "Hi, I'm Travis." And that's it. And, and and you're actually just going to record two tracks and just respond to yourself. I'm, I'm still going to come over to your garage and use all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. You just won't be here anymore. So, hey, I'm Travis. Cut. Run around to the other side of the table. Uh, I'm Travis too. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't. You don't need to change your name. You just change your May- voice. Maybe I can get like a Travis from another dimension Ooh. to come. Oh and yeah, record with me. And we'll a have tra- two Travis. A Travis C137. Yeah. Maybe I can have like a. Cronenberg Travis or something. <laughs> All right. So, so guys, guys, I don't know how many of you out there have watched this show, this show that I have fallen madly in love with, <laughs> um, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty. It's on, it's on adult swim on comedy, not comedy network. Why would I say that? Why would I even say that? Cartoon there, network. There's nothing funny about that network. <laughs> comedy network. <laughs> You know, the Cartoon Channel. Yeah, which... <laughs> cartoon Central. <laughs> <laughs> cartoon... Cartoon Classic Movies. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so Cartoon Network, uh, which pretty much half of their content is now Adult Swim. I think it starts at like, you know, 5.30 in the afternoon or something. <laughs> yeah. When, right. when, whenever the retirees head, head out for their, yeah. for their dinners or right something. Right after Toonami. Is Toonami still a thing? I don't know, man. I, <laughs> I used to watch. I used to watch Thundercats uh, in Dragon Ball Z. Anyways, Toonami. Yeah. That's not what we're talking about. We're no. talking about Adult Swim. We're talking about uh, Rick Comedy, and Morty. Comedy Network <laughs> and Rick and Morty. RickandMorty.com. dot com. Hundred years. Hundred years. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Um, let's let, t- tell them about it, Travis. I, I I'm at a well, loss for words. Well, because here's the thing. I'm is, so. I'm so excited that we're actually talking about it that I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> so so I actually had not watched Rick and Morty at all, uh, even when we started this podcast. So uh, you you were gracious enough to loan me the, the Blu-ray copies, and I, and I watched the first season. Because I support the creators. Of course. Of course you do. Um, <laughs> I, I, I want to I make that known now. <laughs> Foot stomp that right now. So, Listen, so when we talk about a different topic later, <laughs> uh, it's already out in the open. Um, but yeah, so, uh, I watched it. Um, it's definitely, um, you know, it's a 30 minute, well with commercials, 30 minute, but standard sitcom length, uh, cartoon animated, yeah. uh, comedy. Um, I mean, you can kind of think Simpsons, uh, Futurama sort of in that kind of area of, I don't know, family guy, all that other, yeah, you know, half hour, um, where it differs sure, sure. is yeah. I, I I don't want to I don't want to sell it short by saying it's one of those shows, but um, yeah, you know, it's like kind of like like an animated Marmaduke. Hour. <laughs> have, have you guys read Dilbert? Because 
I feel like it really. One of my favorite cartoons was was when Dilbert was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> when Lucy pulls the football and Charlie Brown, he just slips. Uh, just... I just I laughed for for days. We're getting back in the AM radio <laughs> bit a little bit. Um, but yeah, so so tell me a little bit about uh, who who creates the show, who where the show came from, a little bit of the history of Rick and Morty before we get into, you know. Uh, all right. What, the I, first season. I, we might be working in reverse order here, but so Rick and Morty, it's a show. It's a cartoon, whatever. We we established that. Uh Dan Harmon of Community Fame and yes. uh, Justin Roiland. All right. <clears throat> um so Dan Harmon if if you don't know who Dan Harmon is, Dan Harmon is and you're listening to this podcast, um you know, that's that's too bad. That's unfortunate. <laughs> Uh, I don't watch Community. We, we feel for you. I don't watch Community. I'm. I'll. I'll have you watched Community? I have period. watched okay. it. Yes. Yeah. Um. And so I, I, I know what the appeal is, and I know how witty and intelligently it's written. Yes. Um. So th- Rick and Morty has just made me appreciate Dan Harmon in, in the Community uh, so much more. Um. So, anyways, so Justin Roiland and and, and Dan Harmon they they created ended up co-writing uh rick and morty right um you um what they wrote the pilot and yeah um i so i guess how it how it happened was uh right after Harmon was fired from community in like 2012 Uh um adult swim approached him asking hey would you be interested in writing a show we're looking for like a you know 30 minute uh you know sitcom type thing yeah um I think Harmon knew Royland from like the uh the channel one oh one stuff that he was doing. Yeah. Um and so I think that's how they ended up linking up. Right. Uh and, and for those of you who don't know, what channel one oh one is is uh Dan Harmon and another gentleman and I I forget his name. Um they they just started doing like kind of a like a, a monthly festival of short films. Yeah, it's like, like a five like minute a sh- short little film festival. Yeah. Um, sort of offbeat stuff, more not not necessarily conventional right. Uh, media, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. It, so, like the the idea of Channel One Hundred One eventually became like uh, instead of like uh, Dan Harmon and his associate saying like, "Oh, only five of these films can can make it at a time," let the audience decide what shows stick around and what shows to get rid of. So, um if the audience particularly likes a show, then they'll be like, yeah, we want to see that again next month. And so then there's a theme the next month that the, that the, uh, the creators have to, to work with to okay. get a new episode out. That's, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, I know I, <laughs> you, you suggested a couple of early, uh, Justin Roiland, uh, animations that, <laughs> that I think were featured on the channel one Oh one. Yeah, uh, that's right. Uh, one of them was, uh, House of Cosby's, <laughs> which I'm uh, curiosity. Cosby. <laughs> the the basic premise of that is a guy really loved Bill Cosby, so he <laughs> created a cloning machine so that he could fill his house with Cosby's. <laughs> so many Cosby's. Uh, based on current uh, news stories, I that entire series has <laughs> has a different feel for me now than, yeah. than I think it might have a few years ago. And, and House of Cosby's is funny because like. Uh, he keeps cloning Cosby's and if you guys have seen multiplicity with Michael Keaton, <laughs> you know, each, each clone as he keeps cloning the Cosby's, they develop this different personalities. Like there's curiosity Cosby and carpenter Cosby. 
and uh, naked Cosby. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah. The, every tenth Cosby is like a super Cosby, <laughs> and then they, and they end up at the Cosby compound. Where yeah. They, yeah. Anyway, it, it gets weird real fast. And and, and, they, and they end up using the the different cloned Cosbys to l- allow different people to come in and do the voice of right, Bill Cosby. Yeah, exactly. So I was telling you like the the Christopher Walken sketch on SNL, like how everyone just comes in and they, they yeah they their, all do their own Walken impression. <laughs> yeah. Like with Christopher Walken, exactly. which is great. Um, the other thing that Royland did. Uh, which became pretty popular was he did an animated uh, some animated shorts based on uh, basically the characters of back to the future, doc Brown and and Marty McFly. Uh, (laughs) But it was, it's doc and Marty M H A R T I doc and Marty. And uh, (laughs) (laughs) they look similar. Um, The animation's pretty poor at the time, but it's, uh, it's far more crass. Yeah, the, I think I think <laughs> than, there's than Back to the Future. The 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 bit of the episode I saw uh, revolved around uh, the the Doc character trying to get the Marty character to perform some form of uh, <laughs> mouth love well, on on. They had to go back it. in time, and it's the only way to fix the time machine, Marty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, anyway, that became really popular, and so fast forward to again when. Uh, Harmon is approached by Adult Swim. He's trying to come up with an idea for an animated series. And he links up with Royland and he's like, hey, I'm trying to do this thing. Um, and they just, they come up with the idea to kind of take that Doc and Marty right. um, idea and bring it to Adult Swim. Uh, obviously, they can't keep it the exact same. They can't use the Back to the Future you know, characters. So right. they go with, um, again, an older scientist yeah they, they kind of stick with that archetype right right and then a, a younger sidekick um but some execs at adult swim say hey let's make it a family so let's mm-hmm. have uh instead of doc it's rick he's he's <laughs> the grandpa and then morty instead of marty which huge stretch guys really yeah. <laughs> way, 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 way to go with that one um but yeah so so he's his grandson and yeah. then they their weird sci-fi adventures take place intermixed with you know standard television family drama that kind of just gets <laughs> cut in at the same time yeah well they're like yeah let's let's throw this stu- let's throw this you know yeah. uh subplot about the the jerry and, and his wife what's his wife's name uh beth Is yeah, it? yeah that's right <laughs> uh you know jerry and beth and how they they're like they're always like back and forth with whether or not they love each other and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like if you hadn't got me pregnant when I was seventeen, <laughs> you know, I'm who knows where I would have been. Uh, but uh, man, like the episodes in in Rick and Morty, they're so friggin' great. <laughs> I wanted to say I wanted to say the real F word, but I don't. But you don't. I don't. I refuse to to keep this quasi family friendly. <laughs> But balls in <laughs> Marty's mouth. That's how you go back to time. Uh, so anyway, but the, the okay, you've convinced me, Doc. The the plots in in the show they're just they're just so ah they're so great. Like uh, there's an episode where they have Anatomy Park, uh, a, a spinoff of, <laughs> of Jurassic Park, and it's great because it's it's the Christmas <laughs> episode, right? Like yeah. you talk about the family things that are happening and like the the core group of the family is is dealing with like the grandparents have like the other gr- set of grandparents having like a new male lover that's like joining <laughs> yeah. their their couple yeah um 
Meanwhile, and, in the garage, and and he and you know he just watches them have sex. Yeah, sometimes and, from a closet, sometimes, sometimes not. Dress, sometimes dressed as Superman. It happens, you know. <laughs> um, but while that's happening, so good. Rick <laughs> has a dead homeless man in the garage, uh, and he's shrunk Marty down, or Morty. Sorry, uh, <laughs> um, he's shrunk him down. Yeah. to go inside uh, because they have developed. A, a theme park within this man's this man's body yeah uh, anatomy park right? and, it, and it's so cool because it's it's a sci-fi ripoff of of like fantastic voyage right yeah and and the the park they they do a lot of callbacks to like jurassic park and some yeah. other stuff uh, <laughs> yeah pirates of the pancreas <laughs> it's underrated you know i had, I had to fight real hard to get that approved you know um you know, they they have that like there's that there's that whole adventure and and how they they reach the resolution of that episode is 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 great. Yes, definitely. <laughs> um, and you know, uh, I'm a I'm a big Twilight Zone slash like Monkey's Paw type story fan. There's there's an episode later where uh, there's a a guy who comes into town. His name is Mister Needful. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <laughs> and and he tries to and he like gives people things from his shop for a price yes. and so rick comes in and he's super smart and he's like oh oh what's what's going on here and, the, and mr needful says here's a microscope it lets you see things and rick's like oh <laughs> and they get into like this laughing battle <laughs> this sinister laughing battle uh and then and then rick starts up a, a store across the street with science where he removes the curses. Yeah, yeah. From the, items. The, the the slight spoiler here is Mr. Needful is the devil. And <laughs> and he's selling and he's giving people objects that curse them. So it gives them something they want but then curses them so they can't use it or whatever, right? Uh, so then Rick decides, well, he'll just remove the curse. And now these people just have these super powerful items and he does the whole thing just to troll the devil. Like he's just like, you know, it I just want to screw with you, so you know I'll do this and set up a shop literally across the street from yeah. you. Um, but then it's funny because uh, Rick's granddaughter, Morty's sister, this summer. is yeah. summer, right? It's she works at the shop with Mister Needful, and it's her first like real job. So she's like super supportive of the <laughs> devil yeah. and does all this stuff to try and like help him out and everything. Um, <laughs> Oh uh, yeah, I just, uh, I could talk about like every single episode, <laughs> and we so don't have time for that. No, we don't. Um, one thing that we've mentioned a lot on this show <laughs> is the interdimensional television episode. Yeah, um, Ricksy Minutes. Yes, and and this basically starts out where the whole family's sitting around the TV watching some sort of version of The Bachelor, and Rick's like, "Ah, this television's awful," and uh, Jerry's like, "Oh, if you think." You you got some better television. Why don't you why don't you tell us what you got or whatever? And he just picks up the cable box and smashes it on the ground, <laughs> and then puts some sort of like quantum crystal in there. Yeah. And now he has interdimensional television. The rest of the episode is just like who, the guys in the writers' room just <laughs> threw stuff up on the wall, and they're like, "Screw it, let's animate that." Yeah. Like just no wrong answers here. This is this is infinite dimensions of television. <laughs> let's make whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, and there's even a comment in there where it's like interdimensional television has a looser, more improv, improv, improvisational feel. Yeah. Um, cause it's really, I mean like they probably recorded some of that stuff just at a microphone. They're <laughs> yeah. just like, Hey, I'm answering my eyes, Johnson. Uh, uh, I can't see anything. I can't feel anything. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a rare condition. 
Um, so I, I was listening to the commentary on that episode, and uh, like I, th- I'm pretty sure they had like Justin Roiland inside like the sound booth, mm-hmm. and he was just like going off. And so then they then they just like animated <laughs> stuff around it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. He, so two, he does two the, brothers. He does the voices of both uh, Rick and Morty for the show. Yeah. Um, as well as I'm sure some other characters as needed. Uh, but yeah, so just. You know, get some guys behind a mic and just go. <laughs> Two brothers, it's turbulent t- juice, uh, fake doors. In a world <laughs> where muscular manis are coming, and they're coming Come strong. strong. Uh, Two unmuscular Michaels. Uh, <laughs> sex sells, Morty. Sells what? <laughs> is, it, is it a movie? Uh, is it clean stuff? I don't know. I, I um, we're, we're laughing to ourselves about this show. This is probably horrible for someone that hasn't seen the show. God, oh my god, you guys, uh, you have you have to watch it because it it's such it's so intelligently written. It's really funny. You know, the first couple episodes, you might not get into it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, and it's a little bit different because uh, there are some really high level sci-fi elements that that are written into this show (laughs) um that at times can be a little bit like jarring you know for a casual viewer yeah um it's like inception morty (laughs) a stupid movie you love (laughs) so so if this doesn't make sense then 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 everybody's movie that (laughs) everybody loves that movie stupid (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they they have they have they have an inception episode yeah uh, where they end up, they end up like deep down in in dream bedrock, <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> that's a Freddy Krueger character. <laughs> you uh, can run, but you can't hide. What? If, what if we just hid? Uh, he wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't tell us that we could hide. <laughs> um, so why are we talking about Rick and Morty? Season one is great. We're, we're talking we about the show. We're talking about Rick and Morty because season two is coming out at the end of this month. Yes, July twenty sixth, twenty fifteen. New episodes will start on uh, Adult Swim. Uh, you're fired up. Uh, I I will be watching them on Sling TV. Uh, so th- there's a fear. There's a fear with any second season of a of a television show, right? When it's when it's so wonderful, and you you're like, I've watched I've watched every episode of Rick or Morty at least at least five or six times, at least. Okay. Okay. I'll give you that. I'm, I'm, put, sure. I'm saying at least because I know it's more than that, and I, <laughs> but I don't want to make myself sound crazy. It's it's so good. So the season season two is coming out now, and and there's again there's always that hesitance. Like, is it going to be as good? Um, I'm also also watching True, um, not True Blood, but True, True Detective, Detective season yeah. two, and um, it's not as good as the first, but I, I'm still en- enjoying. Yeah, it. Yeah, I mean it's a different, it's a completely different direction, different cast, different story. So it's. There, the emphasis is in different areas with that. Yeah, so. I mean, there, there's there's a bunch of differences with True Detective. Uh, the first season, uh, Kerry Fukunaga, he directed every single episode of the show, right. so it maintained the consistency. Yeah. Season uh, two's not like that, but um, but I'm go ahead. Yeah, for me, a show that I love and discovered this week on Amazon Prime Day was my first Sense eight. My first Amazon order ever <laughs> was season one of Flight of the Concords. Oh, and I. That first season of Flight of the Concords is so great to me. So good. Um, but you look at that season, and it they took material that they had developed yes. over years yeah, that's right. of touring and doing different things, wrote that into different episodes, and that was season one. Uh, season two, 
there was a there's a bit of a, a drop off yeah. in some of the episodes. They had to, they had to create a lot of new content. Some of it was great. Some of it kind of felt a little little off. So I I, I, I understand that fear yeah. going into a second season. And with Flight of the Concords, I think in the second season, the more you watch it, the more you appreciate all this stuff. Sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that that's, that's exactly right with that show mm-hmm. is they they had that all in their stand up ahead of time, yeah. and they actually didn't want to do a second season, um, but HBO convinced yeah. them and. Success. Money. Hashtag money. I'm glad they did. Because, Hashtag blessed. Oh, which reminds me, this is a little little sidebar. We'll get back to Rick and Morty here in a second. <laughs> uh, what we do in the shadows is a magnificent, magnificent movie. It's like a mockumentary about vampires, and it's got Jermaine Clement in it. Okay. It's hilarious. All right. Check you, it out. Check it out. Uh, okay. So now Rick and Morty. We're back, back to this. So the second season, they... The first two episodes of season two were leaked. All right. You didn't watch them. I didn't. I wasn't going to watch them. Who's I was like, no, you know what? I wanna, I'm going to support the creators. But then I thought to myself. But then you were like, you know what? Two episodes of Rick and Morty are <laughs> out there that I could watch right now. Yeah, exactly right. And I thought to myself, I'm still going to buy the DVDs. So And you're going to watch them probably on television or, or hundreds however. hundreds of times, yes. hundreds and, of years. <laughs> and let's be realistic as as journalists, as as <laughs> as, as press pass holding journalists <laughs> that we are. Yes. Uh, sometimes you receive early cuts of of episodes that's, so that you can review it for the for the public and that's exactly right, Travis. And in that in that light uh, what are your early impressions of season two of Rick and Morty? Um, it, it's a, it's a, it's positive prognosis. <laughs> it's, <laughs> um, it's one of, again, it's one of those things where you watch an episode and you think, yeah, that, was, that was pretty funny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then you, you think back to it and you remember little bits and pieces and you're like, <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> Uh, and then you talk about it with a friend right. or something. And but then, I don't talk to you about it because you hate spoilers. I, yeah, and I haven't seen it. Um, but it, So the first episode in season two starts where the end of season one left off. Mm-hmm. All right. So time is frozen. Time is frozen, right? So that that's the whole kind of um, the whole episode is based off of time frozen and, and getting caught up. Okay, All great. Right. So so there's no there's no gap. There's there's no gap. There's no gap between yeah. the seasons. Yeah. That's nice. And then uh the, the, there's a I, I can't talk about it, uh, but there's this there's this bit in uh the second episode that like they're they're at an arcade, almost like a Dave and Buster's type arcade. Mm-hmm. And uh like a you know, like a, a science like intergalactic arcade and Morty goes in to play the game and it's this it's this probably about two to three minute bit. But it's like very like heartfelt, <laughs> <laughs> and the, the payoff is is wonderful. So uh, keep an eye out for that. Oh, so God. so I, as a as a person that <laughs> that bleeds Rick and Morty, yeah. loves it. Uh, er, early impressions. You're excited for season two, and definitely yeah. recommend it to yeah. those. Heck yeah! All right, yeah. And I, I told my wife I watched those first two episodes, and she got mad at me. All right. I also told mm-hmm. her I watched all four episodes of. Uh, True Detective so far, and she got mad at me. It sounds like two shows I got her into. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I don't even go that. I, I, if, if, if I know my wife wants to watch a show, yeah, I don't bother because I know I'm watching it 
again. Well, I didn't know. I didn't know she wanted to watch those. Yeah. Until she was like, "You watch those without me?" I'm like, <laughs> "Honey, time is a flat circle." <laughs> uh, speaking of which, mm-hmm. our Netflix rewatch this week. Oh yes. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's a completely <laughs> forced I mean, segue. It's, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird segue. I'll accept it. Um, wet hot American summer, uh, which immediately sounds like some form of strange pornography. That's right. Bring it up. It, right. Almost everybody that I say, and I love it. Like my wife, my sister, my brother in law. Every, every time they heard that we were watching Brandon, that, yep, they're, like, <laughs> they're like, "What exactly are you watching?" <laughs> uh, uh, don't worry, it's a sequel to Catholic School Girls in Trouble. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Wet Hot American Summer, this was a comedy that came out in early 2000s. Uh, yeah. I, I did not yeah, like, bother to write uh, down 2001? I think, I think it was a one. Yeah. Um, starring, at the time, not a lot of notable names who have now almost all gone on to be like, super famous celebrities yeah uh, uh, uh paul rudd was in clueless before right yeah right um but i mean so he, he paul rudd amy poehler um bradley cooper um who, who else uh uh she was in elizabeth is it zach and mary makes yeah, yeah elizabeth, elizabeth banks. banks yeah uh just there, there's a there's a Janine Garofalo. You got uh, Niles from Frasier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and and then just you know, there's a bunch of people. We're gonna miss some names. Yeah. Uh, the da- dude Dan, from uh, not Dan Marino, uh, something Marino. The guy from SVU, <laughs> Law and Order SVU. Uh, yeah, LL Cool J. That's he's LA. That's it. He's yeah, LA. not him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so this is a uh, this is. I guess a period piece you could say um, takes place in 1981. Yeah, uh, the the plot basically is it is it covers the entire last day of camp at at Camp Firewood, uh, which is a summer camp in 1981. Um, it focuses really more on the counselors than the kids at the camp. So uh, it's it sort of deals with all of their interpersonal relationships and basically them trying to hook up. Right. Um, but along the way, there is all kinds of zany madcap, so, completely so off zany. the wall <laughs> um, at times. The, I mean, the the, mo- the movie starts off, you know, level enough, like normal enough, you know, sure. where it's like, you know, it's kind of just like a, oh, okay, a, a gag here, a gag there, like nothing, nothing too out there. Sure. Right. And it. And it slowly sucks you into their their weird, their weird absurdist kind of sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, I, I think the first point in the film, um, where you really start to go like, how how serious are they really taking this film? <laughs> um, I think might be when one of the character, well, two of the characters are taking a group out on a, on a river rafting trip <laughs> yeah. and, and one of the characters is really desperate to get back to camp because yeah. he thinks he's going to hook up with this girl and like lose the virginity. Or uh-huh. Right. So he's like running back down the road and then a guy <laughs> jumps on a motorcycle to like catch him. Yeah. And, and there's just really strangely shot chase, uh, chase scene where he's just like, 
you know, like right behind him with his like glare in his yeah. eyes, like yeah. trying to chase him. <laughs> and meanwhile, and they interplay like back and forth cuts of the guy like running so fast, and he like runs towards like a hay bale, just a single hay bale in the middle of the street. <laughs> There's a hay bale in the middle of the road, yeah. And like he jumps over the hay hay bale in like slow motion. It's like yeah, and the guy like peels the motorcycle over and is like, ah, it, like shakes his. He pit. got me, ah, and like kind of just grins at him, like I'll get you next time. Uh, um, and you just kind of look at that and you're like, what the hell what is going on? Um, I, I, I think for me, uh, what kind of like triggered all like the absurdist stuff is they they go into town, right? Yes, they they go uh, into- the best. This is one of my favorite parts of the whole movie. They. Uh, they're like, oh, you're going to town. We'll go with you. And so they go into town, and and then uh, you know they 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 go get a six pack of beer. Yeah, it starts all, off really all, harmless. Like yeah. the camp director drives them into town. They get out. They like they grab some French fries. It's like all montage. Yeah, yeah it's the whole so. thing is a montage. Uh, they grab some French fries and maybe a cigarette. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we're really. Oh, oh, then we get a six pack of beer, <laughs> and then and then let's let's. Let's smoke some pot. And then they like steal a lady's purse. <laughs> and they like punch her. <laughs> yeah. and, her. and then they go in the alley and they buy some cocaine. Like a huge bag, right? <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and then they end up in like 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 a halfway house. <laughs> and like they're just like all just like strung out on. on uh, yeah, they're like doing heroin and like shaking. <laughs> and uh, it just seems like this huge like period where they just spiral out of control. And then it cuts directly to them to dr- getting back to the driving camp. back into town. And what's like, the line? It's like it's like oh, I always love going into town, even if it's only for an hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, there's another period in the movie. It, it, uh, right after that, right after that, <laughs> there's there's this weird part where they're like uh, they just go run up to the like a cabin and yeah, they, and just, they just stick their face on it. They just stick their face in the cabin. And no explanation, <laughs> and then it just cuts away. Um, there's another period where. I, I, with an ensemble cast, it's hard to call it a main character, but one of the the main story arcs is is sort of this love triangle between this nerdy kid yeah. and and one of the the hot counselors. Right? Yeah, yeah, My, Michael Showalter. Right. So, uh, he kind of gets rejected uh, around dinner time, right? Yeah. And and the, and and they'll they'll cut in the film and I and put it like a timestamp on the screen. So you show <laughs> they shows it's like seven oh one or something, right? And dinner's over and he gets rejected and he's approached by. <laughs> the vietnam vet uh uh cook that works in the kitchen who's gonna like train him up to like live his life differently and then another huge montage takes place <laughs> yeah. with like fight scenes and training and, and all he's kinds trying to of, learn like, how to dance yeah he's getting frustrated with it not being able to know how to dance like uh, why can't i dance <laughs> but it's a montage that takes place that looks like it happens over a long period of time <laughs> yeah. And then, like, later on in the film, another timestamp happens, and it's, like, 7.59. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like, so the whole thing happened within an hour. And, and then even even later, like, when he approaches the girl at, like, the talent show, yeah. he's like, I've grown up a lot since dinner ended. <laughs> and uh, so, I mean, this movie does not take itself too seriously. Yeah. Um, it, gets, it just gets so, it just gets so out there. I, you, know, you know, the part that always cracks me up every single time, is there's a there's a big talent show at at the end of the movie, right? Yeah, the big climax, the big end of camp talent show. <laughs> and and the, the same the same guy who plays uh, the the nerdy character, Michael Showalter, plays this um, 
plays this like old time entertainer who like tells like these really old jokes, right? Like like picture like a comedian that works the like two AM shifts <laughs> at like a bad casino in yeah. Vegas. Who just tells horrible, horrible jokes, right? And he gets up there and he's telling all these horrible jokes and <laughs> Like everybody in the audience is just cracking up. Yeah, they just cut to like <laughs> pictures of like scenes of everybody just losing it. Just just... Le- oh, you guys, uh, I'm so old. I used to do arts and farts and crafts. And when, everyone... when I went when I went to camp, my counselor was Jesus. <laughs> like <laughs> I rode a freaking dinosaur. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so and they're like so they're happy. they're cracking up and they're applauding at like really mediocre stuff where like the guy comes out and balances like a broom <laughs> and like another guy lights a fart on fire and they all applaud for him. <laughs> and then the drama team comes out, right? And they do probably the most impressive like version of a song from Godspell <laughs> that was ever been done at, at at a summer camp. Day by day. And like even during like the the scene, like the crowd is like moving their hands, waving them back and forth, and like really into it. Doing their song from Godspell, day by day, day by day. Uh, and then as soon as the act is over and they like finish their like off Broadway masterpiece, the yeah. whole crowd is just like, "Boo! You suck!" Um, yeah, awesome. Uh, so. All of this, I mean, it's a great film. Uh, it's definitely campy. It's oh, that's that's a pun right there. Uh, um, uh, it's Watson, it's, Watson, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of like really inappropriate humor. Yeah, uh, and a, and they take stuff in very weird directions that makes yeah. no sense. Uh, uh, so so the people who made this this movie, uh, co-directed by Michael Showalter, who I've said his name like seventy times. <laughs> That's my go-to number seventy, uh, three times actually, uh, and David Wayne. All right, mm-hmm. he David Wayne has a has a YouTube channel called uh, Wayney Days, and it's really it's weird like that. It's got Elizabeth <laughs> Banks. It has like all these people from Wet Hot American Summer, and uh, you know a couple people from um, Wanderlust, who he, a movie he directed as well. Okay, um, but Showalter Wayne. They started on The State, which was on MTV back in the mid-90s. It's a sketch comedy show, all right? Have you ever watched The State? I haven't, no. Oh, God. Travis. (laughs) It it wouldn't be an apathetic enthusiasm episode (laughs) if there wasn't some sort of media that you mentioned that I haven't seen. It's okay. I'm willing to bet that a lot of people haven't haven't seen The State, right? So The the State, back in the 90s, had, uh, you know, those guys I mentioned, Ken Marino, um, uh, John... Uh, Joe Lutruglio, who plays uh, the, uh, if you guys have seen Role Models, he's the guy who plays the huzzah <laughs> kind of guy. Um, uh, John uh, Thomas Lennon, who's on Re- the guys from Re- Reno Nine One One. Okay, yeah. uh, Kenny uh, Kenny Carey, um, Thomas Lennon. Uh, this is Robert just the ben list Grant. of names to me at this I, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> uh, so you you've seen Reno Nine One One, right? Sure. I have. All those guys, I really have. pretty much are on the state. Okay, right. So they were they were all a troop, and so on MTV they had this really really weird sketch comedy. It's so great, dude. Like they have this one skit where there's like a dinner party, all right, and there's 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 uh, just two couples there. One couple invited him over to dinner, right, 
and uh, one guy says, "Wow, this 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 is a really good meal." But I was noting noticing that the meat is kind of like it's purple. It's it's a weird purple color, <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, you know," it's like, "Well, what is it? It's Muppet." <laughs> Muppet, really? Huh. It's delicious. Like, how how do you do you go to the store for that or like no no we actually we we hunt them and you know we we trap them <laughs> like really how, how do you do that like what watch this and so then they they go to the window they're like does anybody know the ABCs <laughs> and, and a Muppet pops up at the window and he's like I can tell you A B C D and they hit it <laughs> and they, they kill it and they're like. That that's it. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the whole that's process. It. So the one guy's like, "Oh, can, can I try? Can I try hunting a muppet?" Like, sure, no problem. So he's like, "Huh? Can can somebody show me near?" <laughs> and all of a sudden, like the like a big muppet comes out. He's like, "Go go 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 near!" Like, and everyone's scared. Like, show me far. <laughs> <laughs> goo, goo, goo. <laughs> nice mic work by the way yeah it's it just the the that's a, that's one skit of just absolute absurd hundred dozens right hundreds <laughs> so, of dozens so great um uh the state the state on mtv that's a good segue because wet hot american summer is is seeing a a revival if you will uh, VR friends at Netflix. This is a Netflix rewatch and wet, hot American summer. First day of camp is <laughs> a, is a, is an actual season of episodes coming exclusively to Netflix on July 31st. And, and, and it's, it's, it's the, the gang is back. The gang is back. Dude. <laughs> how, how, all right. First of all, they're bringing back all these stars who are who are really stars now. Yeah, I mean they weren't stars before. Bef- before Janine Garofalo, she wasn't a star before. Yeah, who who, who had heard of her? Um, literally before I did the rewatch of this movie, mm-hmm. like two days prior, I watched American Sniper with Bradley Cooper. <laughs> I did too. Actually, yeah. <laughs> it was on HBO. And then I was like, all right, well, okay, yeah, here's a very different Bradley Cooper <laughs> in this film. <laughs> But he's back, you know, and uh, Amy Poehler's back, yeah, and Michael Ian Black, and yeah, and basically I forgot him. Yeah, he was, he was on the state too. Okay, I missed, yeah. I missed his name. He's on the um, state. but along with so much of the original cast, you also have a ton of really great guest spots or possible other people. I mean, I just want to point out that Paul Rudd was just an Ant Man, a movie we watched last night. Yeah, and we watched him in a wet, hot American summer. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, uh, it's huge, huge blockbuster stars. Yeah, and and they're and they're bringing all these extra guests. Right? Yeah, um, introducing John Hamm, <laughs> in case nobody's heard of him. Yeah, just in case. uh, Kristen Wiig will make an appearance. That's right. I'm sure other celebrities that have double consonants in their last name will show up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, if you watch the trailer, uh, you can probably find it either on netflix or if just go to youtube and look up uh what hot american song yeah. but it just almost almost the whole trailer is just this huge like list of all the people that are going to be in this yeah in this series you know kind of like uh like for snl 50 right they had like here's here's all the people who are going to be in snl 50 
Um, did you ever see the ads for that? Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. This almost feels similar to that in that they're just like, they, they keep announcing people who are going to be in the film. Yeah. And you're just like, holy. <laughs> yeah. How can you have that many famous people? Like, yeah. And they're doing ridiculous comedy. Like, it's <laughs> absurdist comedy, right? Uh, so, um, Michael Ian Black and Bradley Cooper, they're just, they're, 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 they're so great other. together. They, it's love. <laughs> it's, it, um, so, so you talk about the state. We talk about this movie. Yeah. But you get that group of people together. You get this sort of sketch off the wall mentality. And then, and then you throw it into like, a season of television. Yeah. And I'm really excited to see what the result is because yeah. this, if you think like, Oh, it's a movie about kids at camp or something like this is, how are they going to, it's actually a prequel to the movie technically. Yeah. So like, how is this going to work? They're all the, way older than like 10 years older. And that's so, that's so brilliant. Yeah. That's so, <laughs> you know, there's a clip in the, in the movie where they talk about like, you know, in 10 years we should get back together and, and hang out. Like, Let's and come like, back to the same spot ten years from now. What do you think? Like like nine thirty? Well, well, let's say nine thirty. Um, so or like let's say nine, so that we'll be here by nine thirty. Well, why don't we just say nine thirty, so we're actually here at nine thirty? Well, I'll be in our late twenties. Like we'll be responsible adults at that point. Well, how about we make it ten? Like, yeah, yeah. Let's. Uh, well, okay, nine thirty. Um, which is good because because I've got something at eleven that I've got to be at. Well, well, get, why can't you? <laughs> Well, and they're talking about something like 10 years later. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. like no, I, I've got something I just can't change. It's at 11. I, I, I got to make it. I've, so. I've moved it twice already. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but so like it's a prequel, right? So the, this movie takes place on the last day of camp. And the series is taking place on the first day of camp. And everybody's playing the exact same characters. And they're now at least like 15 years yeah. older. <laughs> and some of them have had serious body changes. <laughs> yeah. Like... For real, like Pharrell, big, big time, happy, so, happy changes, <laughs> like giant hat changes. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I, I expect them to still play with that kind of loose, uh, style. Um, probably go off on some, some different some tan- tangents, some tanges, uh, in each episode, some but, tangerines. But I, I, I'm really excited for it and uh, looking forward to. To whatever they have in store for us. Anything that David Wayne does, <laughs> I, I just I just love. You're on board. Role models, uh, Wanderlust, both great movies. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anything. I mean, I guess. I mean, that's that's the core stuff we had to talk about. But and and we've hinted at it a little bit earlier. But we we have confirmed this evening. Uh, in, our, that, in our in our cold open, we, we yeah about that, that we uh, we've got press passes for the Honolulu Comic Con that's I, I, happening next week. So here's the thing about press passes, right? Like we you know we we gave them we gave them our numbers through Geekade and and we appreciate the Geekade interaction um, because we would much rather have like the full scope of numbers from the site than than just just ours. Yeah, let's be honest, like. <laughs> I mean, we appreciate every listener, everyone that's that's hearing this right now. We appreciate you, but we'd also appreciate the it, people who aren't listening that to aren't us listening. that we took their numbers for <laughs> yeah. the press passes. Uh, but you know, we're man, you know, maybe maybe getting press passes isn't to some people isn't that that impressive, but to us, this is probably like the first time that we're like, holy crap, maybe hey, is is somebody validating what we've been doing <laughs> in this garage for months? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we 
what does that mean for the next episode of Apathetic Enthusiasm? Oh, I see what I see what you're doing. Tra- so, Travis, I see what you're doing. So, what you're doing, <laughs> Travis? So, like you're you're introducing. I'm plugging next week's episode right now. Oh, yeah, because we're going to Comic Con. We're going to a Hawaii Comic Con, and we've got yeah, San Diego Comic Con. That episode is past. <laughs> yeah. uh, this is we're going to the Honolulu Comic Con, uh, and we will be. Uh, trying our hand at some interviews. Try it. We'll be we'll be talking to the folks that Talk are there the at the event. Um, so things to look forward to. Uh, some video content. Uh, we we're, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do some video content. You you'll be forced to see our see our faces potentially at some point <laughs> well, in the near future. I can't say that you're you're gonna be forced to see us, uh, <laughs> but you'll you, have that opportunity because you still have to go out there and to be forced. Right. <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, our plan is to go talk to some folks at a Comic-Con. We're, we're going to talk about a few things that we didn't uh, cover in our San Diego Comic-Con uh, episode as far as right. you know, yeah, things, we, we things that take that. place we at a con, that. cosplay, some of the merch, swag, all that kind of merch. stuff. Um, merch without a mouth. <laughs> Deadpool. We're going to talk about Deadpool on our yeah, next that's episode. That's the whole episode. Because we, just, didn't, we didn't talk about him last. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... so Get ready for that. Get ready. It's coming. Um, it's coming on strong. <laughs> uh, Sex sells, Morty. Uh, yeah, and I'm excited. I I think you're excited. Yeah, and hopefully we don't screw it up too bad. Yeah, you know, um, we uh, Travis and I we've talked about this, you know, fairly extensively in the past. We want we want to get into doing interviews with people, and and we've mentioned it on the show before. Um, so this is going to be interesting for us because we're both we're both fairly introverted. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> we can talk to each other <laughs> with no issues, uh, but when we have to talk to complete strangers, we it, it's 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 on the it's on the difficult side of the scale. You be the judge <laughs> next week when it's just an interview of someone bl- staring at us blankly while we go. Uh, you like Comic Cons? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you like uh, Comic Con? <laughs> All right, so uh, this this goes into a story. I have to tell the story. <laughs> Uh, so my, my grandmother, right. Her and my grandfather got a divorce on my dad's side. Right. And, uh, so she married this, this, this man, his name is Al. Right. And when I was a kid, I was scared to death of this, this guy. Uh, uh, and he would talk kind of like how you were talking a minute ago. I'd be sitting at the, the dinner, the dinner table and he'd be in the living room right next door, next door right right next to the the dining room maybe watching like wheel of fortune or some stupid stuff as as, El, as wheel of fortune isn't do. stupid i'm just saying he's stupid <laughs> uh but i'd be eating like mcdonald's or something like that chicken mcnuggets and he'd like throw his shoe <laughs> he'd throw his shoe across the room and be like you eating chicken mcnuggets brendan <laughs> <laughs> yeah i am al Oh, you like a chicken mega nuggets, Brandon? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I do. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and then he throws other shoe across the room. And then would he yell, "Wubble up a dub dub"? I wish. I w- well, actually no. Then I wouldn't like Rick and Morty as much. Yeah, probably, probably to left some scars there. And then, and then he, then eventually he'd go to bed. And while he's like walking down the hall, like just go off camps in the distance, he'd be like, "Frankie and Johnny were lovers." 
So scared, this episode he scared goes the out crap to, out of me, man. This episode goes out to Grandpa Al, then. No, I wouldn't, he's not Grandpa Al. Okay. He's just he's, Al. He's just Al. He's also dead. Oh. Thanks, well. Travis. Thanks. This went to a dark place. <sighs> Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. You like uh, a Chicken McNuggets, <laughs> <laughs> Travis? <laughs> uh, if you like a Chicken McNuggets, uh, you can head out to iTunes and rate the show. Uh, slap five stars on it. Let us, know, it. let us know how you feel or, or wherever you listen to the show. Uh, we'd appreciate a kind rating. Um, tell a friend, tell, tell, tell a loved friend. one, tell a friend, uh, tell a stranger on the street. I, I, I want to post something out here. I want to, I want to, I want to pose this question cause I'm going to ask you this question, Travis. We don't, you don't have to answer right now. Um, but I want you to think about it for a future episode and I want our listeners to think about this for a future episode. What is an a comedy film that defines your sense of humor? Ooh, I like it. All right, and I will not answer that right now. I don't. I don't. Th- I don't I'll want do you to. Thought. I want you to think about it, okay. and I and I want anybody who's listening to think about it, and and go ahead and get back with us. Um, you know, on whichever form of social media you follow us on. Yeah, send us send us a screen cap on Instagram if that's if <laughs> yeah. that's where you're following us. Uh, as long as there's no balls in it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> As long as Marty's not licking balls (laughs) to go back in time. All right, everybody. That's our episode. (laughs) Thank you for listening. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And we'll talk to you next week. See you guys. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.